Hello and welcome to Overthinking and Overtalking, a podcast about two sisters and life experiences with me, Bryony Knight, and my sister, Karis Knight. We will be talking about issues that affect us all, from mental health to everyday women who inspire us and everything gritty in between. We'd love to hear from you, the listener, with any topics you would like us to discuss, any questions on previous episodes or stories you would like to share. Our email is overthinkingovertalking at gmail.com or DM us on Insta at overthinking underscore overtalking. So a brief introduction to us. I'm Bryony, I'm 35, a single mum to a nine-year-old. I also have four cats, so literally the crazy cat lady. I have a lovely plethora of mental health issues such as generalised anxiety disorder, depression and agoraphobia, although the lockdown has actually helped with the latter as now I just want to get out of my house. And I'm Karis, I'm 31, I work as a full-time dental nurse. Last year, me and my partner bought a house that we are currently renovating, suffered with anxiety and depression for as far back as I can remember. I'm someone who speaks their mind, loves a debate and likes to be challenged, even though my anxiety can make that hard at times. This episode is all about changing your career later in life. Well, we're all just about in our 30s, so aren't much later in life. We have a guest with us today who'll be talking about her experiences on this topic, but we all do have some experience with it. As you know, my sister is a dental nurse. Do you want to just quickly explain to our listeners your career history? Um, So I started, went to college, did catering, did nothing with that. Classic. (laughs) Uh, Went travelling, came back, needed a job, got a job in retail as Christmas temp, then quickly got kept on, then got sucked into the retail life for about eight years. As you do. Then decided I needed to do more. Um, So yeah, got a job as a receptionist at a dental practice and then they asked if I wanted to become a dental nurse and the rest is history as they say so do you brownie want to just quickly explain your past history of careers yeah so i started as a waitress in my teens um then i moved to retail just like you did um did many different types of retail from jewelry to luggage then i trained as a hairdresser didn't do much with that like the catering (laughs) (laughs) and then i decided at the age of 31 to get a degree and train as a teacher technically not true though because you really wanted to be a teacher when you were in college but then just never went ahead with it really yeah it's something I've always thought about doing but I've never really it's like once you start a job like especially yeah you kind of just get sucked into it and I did managerial stuff and that and you just kind of think oh this is what I'm doing but yeah then I decided actually I do not want to be doing this because it's horrible yeah I mean that retail life sucks you in yeah it really (laughs) does so our guest today is Hannah. Do you just want to introduce yourself to the listeners and, and ex- sort of say a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Hannah. Hi, Hannah. <laughs> uh, I'm 27, um, live in Norwich and currently work as a teacher. So it's interesting that Karis is a dental nurse and that's what you used to do as a career, isn't it, Hannah? Can you tell us a little bit about that? Like, how did you get into it? When? How long for? Did you enjoy it? What aspects did you like, dislike? Yeah, so when I was 19, I decided to find an apprenticeship and I found my dental nursing apprenticeship and trained as a dental nurse and worked as a dental nurse for about seven years. Um, I loved it at first. I thought it was amazing. Mm. Best job ever. Um, It sucks you in. I don't know what it is about it, but there's something really good. But that eventually died down (laughs) for me. And I just didn't love it anymore. Um, it's a hard job as well, dental nursing. It's it does. It's interesting. It's good, but it it's hard. It's every day. You know, you really have to be on your best. Like every day, you've got to have a full 
like brain capacity every day and it is and I think it is well, like with you like I've heard things like it all depends on who you work with as well yeah like, some dentists you can get on with some you don't some work they all work differently it's the same in any job your colleagues make or break a job yeah you know the people I work with are amazing and lovely but I've worked with people who aren't so amazing even mm. in the practice that I'm in at the moment it it depend. It does depend the dentist you work with or the people you're with most of the day because you do spend eight hours a day in one room with one person. Yeah. If you don't get on with your dentist or the person you're working with, it's it can be more and more difficult to go ahead with, really. Yeah, and everything that you've just said like completely resonates with me. Yeah, it's so true. Um, and it is like any job. There are people there who you aren't going to get on with, and there are people there who you are going to love and who are going to yeah. be your friends. Um, but if you don't get on with your dentist, it is an, it makes a hard job much, much harder. I think yeah. with that as well, because with, you know, like you said, it's the same in any job, but with like dental nursing, you are working so closely together. Like you said, you're in one room together all day. Yeah. Um, and you have to know each other's every move and yeah. what their next move is going to be. So if you're not, you've, if you've not got that connection, it just makes it so, so difficult to actually be good at your job as well. Because yeah. if you get along with a dentist, I've found, uh, you probably found this as well, Hannah, that you can predict their every move. You can, you'll know what they want before they even want it. And when you've got that connection and that respect for each other it works so well because the guy I work with now he doesn't even need to really say things and I just already know what he wants um most of the time he'd probably say something to you know contradict that but there you go um but yeah if you can if you can predict it just makes the day much smoother but if if you work with someone who's a bit more difficult or is a lot more unpredictable and gets annoyed that you don't know what they want straight away you're like and it just, yeah, it really takes a strain on what is an already difficult job. Yeah. And it's not for everybody with, you know, I'm sure you've seen this as well. You have trainees come in bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and within a week they realise it's not the job for them. Because it is definitely a hard job. not the job for me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, no, not, it's not one for the squeamish. It's, it's not one for if you're not a grafter. If you're not someone who's going to put the effort in mm. every single day even you know when you're not feeling your best or whatever you still have to give 110% every day because those patients need you um yeah and it is it is a long it's a long day full of running around like a headless chicken most of the time (laughs) is how I would describe it (laughs) (laughs) so on the subject of changing careers that's actually how Hannah and I met uh, we met at uni doing our English degree, didn't we? We did. Uh, what made you decide to do a degree? Like, did you find the change difficult? What was, like, the process you went through? Yeah, so, as I said before, I was just becoming more and more dissatisfied with yeah. working as a dental nurse. And I was going home, complaining every day, and I was going to work miserable every day. Um, I'm sure you've seen it with people who who aren't happy there. I mean, that's in any job, because that's yeah. why I changed from retail in the end. Yeah, because yeah. I was just, Absolutely every day, I would just come home and be like, oh, what a rubbish day. <laughs> like, oh. And nothing even really bad had happened. I just ended up hating oh, that job. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I can't say anything really bad happened to me to make me hate it. It just became so mundane and boring for me. Mm. And eventually I just got to the point where I was like, I can't keep complaining and not, not do anything, anything about, about it. it exactly yeah I thought, well what do i like i like reading i like 
I always liked English at school. Yeah. Um, always found found it really interesting. Mm. So it just seemed like a more natural route for me to go down. Yeah. I started looking for degrees and found the one that we met on. Yeah. And I just thought, why not? Let's go for it. It's okay. the worst that can happen. I'm not going to get on the course. Yeah, exactly. And I'll just yeah. keep my job yeah. that yeah. I've got now. I'll just be miserable for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, and I think I'll just be miserable forever instead. <laughs> That's what some people worry about, I think, is like you know taking that leap and stuff but if you just do the first bit then you've got a decision to make you know if you get on the course you're like well do I leave and go on the course you know I've been accepted can I you know should I do it or should I stay in my miserable hateful world (laughs) of this job and I think that's really hard for some people but you know it, it I think it works when you do it if you if you do something that you're more passionate about then it's good that's what I found anyway I didn't find the transition from working to being a student actually too difficult because I did, as you know, carry on working yes. as a dental nurse all yeah. the way throughout my degree. Yeah. Um, so I worked 24 hours a week in the dental practice and the rest of my week was our degree that we were mm. doing. So I think I found the balance of it actually quite easy because yeah. it wasn't a complete switch from one to the other. No. Um, so I think that actually helped me. Whereas when I tell people that, they're usually like, oh God, that must have been really tiring. And it was tiring it was, and yeah. it was hard. But I feel like that was the best decision for me. Do you think it made working as a dental nurse easier because you kind of had that like light at the end of the tunnel? You knew it wasn't going to be that way forever. You thought, I've just got to get through this this uh, course yeah. and then I can change yeah it was yeah. it was absolutely that I then was instantly happier yeah, yeah. I knew that I wasn't going to be a dental nurse forever I knew that I wasn't stuck I knew that once I had my degree there were so many options yeah and I was oh, yeah. absolutely determined that I wasn't going to get my degree and to not do anything with it like yeah. a lot of people do yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. very um, true and people kept saying to me oh you're going to be one of these who just gets a degree and that's going to be it and I was like no it's not. Um, I'm I've doing myself it. Like thousands of pounds in debt. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I've got so much debt now. I have to do. Did something you know with it. that you wanted to do teaching with it? Did you know that that was what, or um, when you started it? Were you like, I'll see how I feel at the end? I think it was in my mind. Um, you know, as an option. Yeah. I never knew that I was completely set on it. I toyed with the idea of becoming a social worker. Because my degree was slightly different from Bryony's, it was split. Right. Oh yeah, because you yeah you did um, social sciences with yours, didn't you? Yeah, I did social sciences with mine as well. So that was a little bit of psychology and a little bit of sociology, mainly English, but a bit of that too. So I had other options. Yeah. I could have trained, you know, done further training in psychology if mm. I wanted to. I could have done training in social work. Yeah. Um, amongst other things, but in the end, I just decided teaching. Was, was the one that yeah. I wanted. That's like you were saying, the one good thing with like an English degree is you can do pretty much anything. There's that. a lot There's of options. so many things you can go into with that. So it's a really good degree to have. Definitely. I think so. And I think for people who are, are thinking about going to uni and stuff, one of, you know, if you're not quite sure on what you're doing or you don't know what you want to do eventually, the English degrees and things like that are a good solid foundation for a lot of jobs. Mm. You know, and it gets you, you know, I know this sounds like, petty but it gets you more money in a job that you might not have potentially had that much money work in that job but you know it, having a degree is is 
better and an English degree has lots of opportunities with it so the main thing about an English degree is that they know that you have got a good level of English yeah. which yeah. is a main thing if you look exactly. on job sites it always says must yeah. have a good level of English yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah that is a big big thing now they usually make you well we were talking about this before we were recording about doing little tests and stuff when you go for job interviews like English tests maths tests mm. and all of that so having the English degree must have helped with that to be fair so yeah it does it it, it, it's a very helpful degree in my opinion and I haven't even done it <laughs> so there you go so Hannah's just explained um how she got onto the course and and what made her decision to go for it so what made your decision Bryony to go for your English degree well like we said like I've always sort of had it in the back of my mind that I wanted to like be a teacher or do something in that like I remember in high school I absolutely, even though I was a bit of a tear away at the end, the only thing I ever really liked doing was English. Because yeah. my English teacher was friggin' amazing. Big up to Mr. James, if he's out there. <laughs> um, but he just made it so much fun and so interesting. It's something that I've always had. And I, like you said, I love reading. I love all that. Um, the other thing with like the degree as well, there's a bit of art involved. There's a bit of film. And there's a like, little bit in this. And you did your psychology and sociology as well. So I've always had it in the back of my mind. And, you know, like you, Hannah, I was I was miserable in retail. Absolutely mm. miserable. Going to work, like waking up and thinking, oh, my God, do I have to go back to that that shop again and deal with people and like, oh I just couldn't and like I said coming home and just being absolutely just downtrodden and just thought oh I don't know what to do so what I did is I applied because I only have GCSEs I don't have my level three is it level three yeah I think so um so I don't have any A levels or anything because I dropped out of college so I applied to do A levels and they were like you're stupid you don't need to do a levels you can just do this access course which i've never heard of before um and it's a year's course and you basically do three subjects so i did english history and psychology and went through that did that and then i went and did my applied for my degree with the same people and got on and and did my degree and and then now i'm going to go through um and do my teacher training afterwards which yeah. I haven't been able to do, unfortunately, because of uh, coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't that stopped a lot of people? And it's made a lot of people change careers, to be fair. So yeah. it's double-edged sword, really, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so how did you find being like a student again from... Because Hannah said she found it easy to balance her... Yeah, you know, I mean, the same, and... same as Hannah, like, I was working, I yeah. did end up getting made redundant partway through, I think after a year or something, I can't remember yeah. exactly what it was, but... Yeah. Um, I was working and a full-time mum and doing that. And like you said, it was tiring. It was knackering. But in the same way, it was quite nice to sort of have the two different things, like going to work and then going and studying and, like, separating them two things. Um, you know, it was... Yeah, I I quite in, I actually preferred working and going to uni than just going to uni once I got made redundant because... It felt like I had more to do. Yeah, I think like I was you, constantly on the go. You need to be overloaded sometimes. You like the pressure of having this, 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 and this to do. If you've not got a lot to do, you just procrastinate. More. Yeah. Oh Whereas my God, if yeah. it's like, right, I've got to work eight or five, and then I've got to go 
pick up my son and then I've got to do this reading before I go to bed and you were very like I've got to get this stuff to do and I had like everything was organized and then yeah yeah, when I lost my job it all kind of went a bit floopy and a bit like oh what am I doing oh I'm just going to I think you found it harder once you've been made redundant it was well that's when I went into my yeah deep dark depression which we've already (laughs) spoken about (laughs) Um, we're not going to go into that no but it's it's one of those things that you can either balance it or you're not because some people would prefer to not be working and just studying whereas some people like I mean so many people said to me I don't know how you do it I don't know how you do it and I'm like well you just do it yeah you have to you just get on with it don't you you just like you're just capable of doing it like I said I love I liked having the structure of like everything you had time frames. You had yeah, to get things I had done. Yeah, to get in, things in... done, like deadlines and stuff, and getting essays done, and ha- maybe having to do them a little bit earlier because I knew I had to work for the next three or four days or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, yeah, when I when I wasn't working, it was just like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. Because you had a lot more time to say, like, oh, I've got all day. Yeah, exactly. I'll do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> I haven't done it today. I'll do it next week. Or ah, oh, it's the weekend now. You know, it was, yeah. you know, it's a little bit more like, oh, no, I'll just leave that. Yeah, exactly. How did you sort of find, like, like, because obviously you hadn't been in school for, like, a few years. How did you find going and, like, doing that again and writing essays and doing all that? Um, I found it really nerve-wracking, yeah. especially writing essays. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, my God, yeah. do I know how to write an essay? I haven't written one in so long. Mm. Yeah. Can I remember what to do? But you learn so quickly yeah. that what you're doing is actually okay, that that anxiety kind of goes. But I'll never forget the first lesson that we had and sitting oh in that God, room. Oh my God, we were so terrified. We were, <laughs> we abs- were all just like... <laughs> we, were, we were all bunnies in headlights. Oh, yeah. I've just but... come off a weekend at bloody sundown as well. So <laughs> oh, I yeah. was like stinking and hung over. I hadn't slept for three days. And then I thought, oh, first day, they'll just, they'll be easy on us. So they were like straight they were. in. They like, were. blah, 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 blah. And it was like, they oh my God, about. I don't know anything. Yeah. They were like, so what's this? and we were like don't know <laughs> what does this word mean I don't know. I remember going home that night and just being like I've made an awful mistake well, I can't do this <laughs> I, yeah. had, I was like Billy Big Bollocks when I came because I'd just come off the access course and done really well so I was like degree easy I'll go sundown before I've got to start so I come in and I'm like I can do this piece of piss I sat down they start talking and I was like nope. oh my god <laughs> this is so much different to like that level to to the degree, I was like, like you, I went home and I was like, I don't, I definitely don't think I can do this. Like this is like high, like level, like hard. Yeah, this is hard. It was so hard, and I just about like you said, after time goes by and I kind of like easier. Yeah, I got into the anxiety just goes, and you get more used to that level of thinking. Yeah, it's not that the content gets easier; it's just that you know how to cope with it a little bit better. And you're in that sort of mind frame, you've got that mindset, it's like that first initial class, you weren't in student mode, you were like, oh, you know, like, oh, 
oh god we've got to do this now but then once you start rolling with it you just you just go with it don't you i would you? say after about two or three weeks you start to feel like a student yeah, yeah. whereas at first you're like mm, am i a student yet i don't know especially being <laughs> an older student and yeah. obviously you probably yeah. had a mix of ages like that's, what are I mean, the ages what in I'm, your group that's what i yeah. was worried about when i start when i went there i thought oh it's just going to be like a load of 18 year olds but we had an age range from 18 to 40 something yeah yeah so um, i think when i i was 22 or 23 yeah. when i started which i mean even i had questions then like oh god am i going to be the oldest one yeah but because you just don't know but so many people of different ages do degrees because you don't always know what you want to do straight away no and i think that's an important message as well is is you're all told to pick your options at what 14 and then you're told to pick what you want to do at college at 16 and then at 18 you're told right do you want to go to university or do you want to do an apprenticeship and it's like whoa like I'm 18 you barely know your head from your ass you know and you're suddenly having to pick careers and things like that and I think that's really difficult so I think it's an important thing to say is that you can you can change and oh definitely you know it and I think the pandemic as well has shown that you could work in a different country and still live in England or whatever Mm. and things like that that you know you can do whatever you want to do you know, you don't have to make a decision at the age of 16 of what you want to do for the rest of your life because you're still growing, you're still turning into the person you're supposed to be. And we're always growing and changing. And, you know, I think when, if you're unhappy at work and things like that, you just change, change your situation, do something different. You know, if it's a degree, if it's a changing job, anything like that, I think it's important to kind of go with it and just see, and, you know, don't be like, oh, well, I, I did a degree in that, so I have to do that for the rest of my life. Not necessarily. no. no you know it's good to use a degree in my opinion but you know if you don't you don't like my partner doesn't use his degree let's be honest he spent thousands on that but it's still good experience to have had regardless of whether you don't use it it is still good experience to have had life experience Mm, academic like the experience of like doing the academic side of things applying yourself the experience of actually being at uni making friends that you're going to have forever yeah yeah yeah, because I never had, I never went to uni. I never had that experience. I never had, you well, know, those I, lifelong friends that you do make at uni. Because Elliot's still well, that's what friends. Mom said. I remember mum yeah. saying, "Oh, you'll make loads of friends at uni." I went, I don't need any friends. <laughs> I do. I'm not that. going there to make friends. I'm going there to get a degree. Miss <laughs> 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 Hoyt, you taught you. I'm going to get a degree. I've got enough friends. Thank you. I don't need any friends. But I met some wonderful yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. And, like, made, and like you said, made friends for life. So yeah. that was really good. And I was like, oh, okay, actually. <laughs> yeah, and most of the people I do know that have been to uni have made friends for life and, you know, have been at their weddings and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it does, it is a good life experience. And I, in a way, kind of think, like, oh, I wish I had kind of gone, but I would have wasted a degree and, and not used it, let's be honest. <laughs> I, think, so. I think with with doing a degree, because it's very specific, you're meeting people that are very like-minded and like yeah. the same thing. So you're going to get on quite well. Especially, I think, doing a degree like you guys did a bit later on. Yeah. Because you're not going to stay in halls and things like that. You've got mm-hmm. lives outside of that. You know, when you're staying in halls, they're all doing different degrees. Mm. So you might not necessarily get on with them and that can make or break your experience. Mm. But when you do a degree later on in life, like you said, they've got similar aspirations or, you know, similar thought processes. So you're going to get on with those people mostly. And even then, I mean, you can still find common ground. You can still find something to talk yeah. about with those yeah. people, even exactly. if 
you don't really have that much in common. You've no. got something in common. You're all there doing the you're same degree. The, you're all in the same boat together and you're yeah. all feeling the same thing. Like, yeah. I remember when, I think, it was, was it in our second year where we all just freaked out? We all had a breakdown, <laughs> We all had we? a breakdown at the same time and all our tutors were like, what <laughs> is going on with all of you? We just lost it. But it was nice to know that we all felt that, that way. And things like that connect you as well and, like, you know make you closer together if you're all going through a breakdown together <laughs> literally all we're just like in tears all the time and just be like oh my god i can't do this anymore i don't even know why slightly curveball question Hannah. Yeah. what did your partner think of you changing careers was he supportive was he you know did he help you out yeah he was super supportive um never once questioned whether i was capable of doing it um always believed in me and that I could which was a massive help to have yeah I think his concerns were more like well we're thinking about buying a house together you're now saying you want to go to uni how is this going to work which is which is a valid concern like we you know there was never any doubt in our minds that we were going to buy a house together Mm, yeah and that we were gonna you know move in and you know do all of that but I just think he was genuinely just like, what's she going to do? Is she moving away? Is she, <laughs> oh, yeah. What is, oh, what yeah, is she saying is now happening? Oh, bless him. Um, but I think once I actually sat down with him and was like, look, I can work part time. I've got this job. Yeah. It pays me this much. I'll be getting this much a month. You get this much a month. We can... It's going to work. Like, yes, it you know, it's, it's going to be a bit tight, and especially for me, because I was the one that was taking a big pay cut yeah. going down to 24 hours rather than 40. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a massive cut. It is, is. It's almost a 50% yeah, cut. that is a lot. It is a lot. But then you um, do get your nice little student loans. But you do get your student <laughs> loans, and they do help. They do. And, you know, it just it worked, and we made it work, because did, yeah. that's what I wanted to do, and he was he was happy as long as I was happy that's good yeah um so yeah I think his concerns were more just like the logistics of things which you know as a partner you are going to kind of especially if you had a plan and then someone's like I'm going to change the plan and they're like yeah oh yeah I I remember walking with him through Norwich one day and he was just like this isn't going to work how how is (laughs) it like what's happening like we last week we were saying that we're going to start looking at houses and you know go to the bank and ask them about can we buy a house? Yeah. And this week you're telling me that you're going to uni and that you're stopping <laughs> full-time work. Oh, no. <laughs> so I think he was a bit shook. <laughs> it is a big thing, though, because, you know, I've done it as well with with my partner and he, he was fully supportive. But I went from a job to another job, so it was a little bit different. But I was taken because I was part of management in um, retail. So then to go as a receptionist wasn't wasn't as much pay obviously mm. and and then to be a trainee nurse you get paid pittance really yeah. for what you actually do mm. um but also going back to like balancing like cuz i had to work full time and i'm sure you did this when you first were a dental nurse um you have to then do your dental nursing course alongside it which at times i found difficult to balance 
Um, more so towards the end of the course when you're sort of trying to cram for exams and things like that. That's where I found it the hardest is working 40 hours, coming home and then having to study you for hours. You have to do it twice. I did have to do it because twice. The, what, what happened? So my dental nursing, I started in one practice and then moved practices um, to a different company. But what happened to my first course, my dental nursing course, was the company that actually were running it went under so I was near exam time and they were like you can try and book your exam but we can't guarantee that we're going to exist then because if no one buys us we're out of business yeah and I was like oh my god I've just spent 18 months prepping for this Mm -hmm. and now you're telling me I might not go ahead and like I remember sitting in my manager's office and just being like what do I do and she was like listen my advice would be sack off your old course and I know it's heartbreaking start again you've done the work you could smash through it Mm. and then do your exam and you know because it was our company run it it will never go under it will you know if it's going under then you're losing your job anyway sort of thing so it is what it is um she was like you know what do you want to do you want to do that or do you want to stick it out and I said no let's do that let's let's sack off the other course so I started again (laughs) as much as that was heartbreaking it was in a way good because two different courses mean like you get two different kind of perspectives on Mm. different learning methods and Mm. things like that and actually I think that the course I did the second time was far superior to the course I did the first time and the first course I did was the original course that they ever did it on and they'd never kind of changed it. it was all essay writing and things like that whereas Mm. the second one I did was more practical and you know you had to show that you could do these things which is important in the job you know, rather than writing about perio disease and, you know, <laughs> things like that and, and practically having to write it as if you were the dentist, not the dental nurse, just handing them instruments and suction in a mouth, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, that was that was a bit heartbreaking because then it meant another 18 months of, of just being on, you know, uh, trainee wage. Mm. But in but the you end, got there, it you worked. stuck it out and you yeah. got there and it's all worth it in the end, isn't it? Yeah, and it was just another 18 months of having to balance a job and doing all the side pieces to yeah. the course and everything like that but it all works out and I really I did enjoy that course um I think it was far better run um there was far more support um not only from my manager and and my um colleagues but from the course providers and things like that there was a lot more you know you could ask stupid questions and no one would be like well that's a stupid question bugger off yeah. you know they'd be like well it's this actually and I'd be like oh brilliant you know they were far more helpful um, and it, it did make you know it's it's a story to tell. Yeah, <laughs> it's something that happened. Well, yeah, you know? exactly. And you with know. And you, work, in, you worked really hard, and you, you yeah. did the work, and you worked really hard, and you earned it. I think that's a really like good thing to say. Like, okay, so I've changed, like I've decided to change my career. Hasn't quite worked out the way yeah. I expected to, but you stuck with it, and and now you love your job. And yeah, I do. Yeah, I mean, it's all worth it in the end. Like sometimes the route that we go down is not the route that we expect like with me you know I haven't been able to do my teacher training or anything yet yeah. because of the pandemic and everything but if you stick but hopefully hope I'm hoping if I stick <laughs> to the plan I'm gonna love my job <laughs> but that's it and like but it's not any mean feat if you don't love but the job it's not the be all and end all it's no. like the same with an English mm-hmm. degree with your teacher training there's so many different aspects of teaching that you can go into that like you don't have to be like an actual teacher no. there's so much like behind the scenes that you can be doing as well so that yeah like 
it's worth doing just so that that opens so many doors it for does, you. It does, yeah. You said earlier that um, your partner was worried that um, you might move away. Did you, like, apply for any other unis or anything? Or was no, it just the one that it wasn't did? an option. Because no. I knew I wanted to be with him. Right. Yeah. And I didn't... I was determined not to put our plans on hold for my plans. Yeah. yeah. I didn't want us or our sort of relationship to suffer. Mm. So... No, it wasn't an option. No. Yeah. No, and same I think... with me. I was like, well, no, I can't go away anywhere. Like, I applied for a couple of different unis, got into both, but chose the one that we went on because it seemed like the... E- like, not the easier option, but the... Well, it, in a way it was because it was closer to your home. It's closer you to You know, home. all those things make it easier because you could get home and pick up your son and things like that yeah. a lot quicker than you would have if you'd have gone to the other one like mm. it would have meant a, a little bit more traveling time and things like that yeah. so you know it does in a way make it the course isn't easier but the surrounding no, the life course, parts yeah, I think of the it course would have been exactly the same yeah. but yeah, yeah it, it was just the the, the, tra- the travel and everything when you break it down and and like I'm glad I went for the one I went for because I met so many wonderful people <laughs> and, yeah, and you know I think as well if, if you don't get on with, with teacher training or anything you know there is other things you can do and you can always change I believe you can always change careers no matter what <laughs> and there's so yeah. much that you can do in a school like if you know yeah. that's the kind of setting yeah. that you want to work in even if you start training you're like oh this isn't for me Yeah, there are so many other things there are so many jobs in a school that you don't exactly. like I didn't know I had no idea yeah. before I started teaching what they were I just thought they were teachers and head teachers yeah basically yeah. and cooks yeah I didn't know yeah I didn't, cleaners you know yeah. I didn't know that there were so many different jobs that you can actually yeah. do so it's not like the doors closed and that's it because yeah, exactly you know there are so many routes you can go down in a school yeah. it's not like the end of the road for you if you find that you don't work. like it yeah. I think I was just lucky in that I started and loved it straight away. Yeah. And I think that actually shocked me a little bit because I was like, before I started, I was like, mm, everyone's telling me I'm really brave for doing this. I know. Because I'm a secondary every, school teacher. Why does everyone say that you're so you're brave? so brave. Oh, and God, like, I couldn't I'm do it. I'm not like a firefighter or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? A yeah. What do you mean I'm I know, brave? I'm just things. going into a classroom and teaching a bunch of... I mean, I know it's a hard job. I'm not taking away any of that. I know it's a really, really hard job. And I know doing the homeschooling over the pandemic with, with my child, I was like at my wits end for most of it. Um, so, and that was just one child. <laughs> How am I going to do with all that? It's hard to, it's harder to teach your own child than other people's, I think. Yeah. Because your own child is going to push you and be like, no, not doing that or whatever. Other, you're going to have more, and I know it sounds a bit mad, you're going to have more authority over other people's children than your own as such. Like, when it comes to oh, that, because they'll send be... them out of the class. No. Either, like, you go over. It's more <laughs> in terms of discipline that you, you, yeah. you do if you do have an instance where you've got a child in your class that's just like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Like, there's more that you can do. If it's your own child, it's easier to just become frustrated yeah. and, you know. Yeah. Oh, whereas, yeah. You know, I think that's what most that parents follow. found over the pandemic that they just get frustrated with their own children. I mean, do you think you ha- do like for teaching? You do have to have some kind of type of personality. I think. Oh, I think any teacher will tell you the same. Yeah, yeah. you have to have that certain something about you. I think, and that certain, and you have to love it. I think it's one of those you jobs. If you don't love it, yeah. you it's it is like 
dentistry again if you don't love it you're gonna hate it yeah you're exactly. really gonna hate it and yeah. it's a hard job to do if you hate it yeah because would you really want to like it's not something i would do i wouldn't teach what teaching? um i like training other dental nurses i like that aspect because it's more hands-on it's more I'm much more of a practical person than I am an ap- academic. That's, I was, yeah. yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I'm much more practical than I am ap- academic, so That's where we're me, completely different, because I'm teaching, not practical at yeah. all. Well, a little bit, but not very much, but more academic then. Yeah, teaching for me, I couldn't think of anything worse, like trying to teach English to people. <laughs> You're not like, organised enough. <laughs> I'm far more organised in my job than my actual outside life yeah that's the thing but that's because i'm passionate about what i do yeah um but people would see it as chaotic because i i switch from one job to the other but that's why i like what i do is because it's that constant you've got to keep on your toes everything changes within a second and i like that because it keeps my brain alive and and keeps going otherwise if it's repetitive which some people would say dentistry is but not in the practice that i'm in and not with the roles that i do Mm. it's not always the same um but some of it is and and i quite like those repetitive little jobs that i have to do every week and whatever but most of it changes each day and i'm just like oh i wonder what's going to happen today sort of thing you know but how have you found teaching then like when you from when you started on what you thought it would be like is it different to how you kind of envisaged it um yes and no before I started, I was having nightmares, like, oh. the, the kids are going to be throwing chairs around the classroom, <laughs> they're going to be screaming and shouting at me, and I could get physical, and right, right. I was really, you know, ha- giving myself a hard time about it, <laughs> yeah. but when I started, I was just like, these kids are so tame, they're people, like, they're just normal they're just, people, yeah, exactly, <laughs> they're yeah. not, like, like wild animals, animals yeah. that I've had in my head. <laughs> these hooligans just (laughs) yeah um so it's different in that respect but the vision of myself standing at the front of the classroom is exactly the same yeah I knew that that is something that I was gonna do and it's petrifying at first because you're like oh my god there's 35 faces staring at me and there is a real qualified teacher over there watching me and they're writing notes about what I'm doing and you just become petrified but those fears just go I would say within about 15 minutes of your lesson Okay. and I think my my first lesson was supposed to be about half, it was supposed to be a split lesson so I would take half an hour and the teacher would take half an hour Um, but I ended up taking the full hour Oh wow! and I just went with it, I was just like let's just go with it and it just, I looked at the clock and it was five minutes for the end I didn't even know Oh, really? So you were sort of enjoying it that much that time flies when you're having fun sort of thing? And then afterwards, I was like, I'm so sorry, I stole the lesson! And the teacher's like, it's fine, it's fine, yeah, Yeah, it's good. Oh, good, yeah, so you had a good positive experience for your first lesson, that's good. No chairs were chucked at you, or unruly children. Nobody did anything, nobody (laughs) was rude. (laughs) Whereas now, I don't even care. Well, I care, but I don't care about... But as you know, it's not an issue for me that they yeah. do behaviour in that and, sense I don't care and I suppose as you get to know them you get to know which ones are the ones that are going to play up and how to handle yeah them and, and like everybody's different I mean there are some students who you think okay they've been an issue I've seen on the system they've been an issue but if you know them sometimes you think 
are you actually being rude or are you just having a hard day today? Yeah, it's the same with adults. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, they're just people. So question to all of us really is, um, what would you say to someone who is thinking about changing careers or going back into education? Do you have any advice for people or anything like that? Who wants to start? <laughs> I would say just go for it. Yeah. yeah. Don't be afraid. Just go for it. If it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But at least you can say you tried. You tried. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I think if you're unhappy in what you're doing, then you need to look at what like makes you happy what interests you've got what if you if you want to change your career um and then go with that and then there's so many options and so many different things that you can do and like you said you know if you if you find out that you don't want to do that well then try something else just like don't be like don't be afraid of it yeah it's it's a scary it is scary even though i'm saying don't be afraid of it. <laughs> it is a scary thing to do but from my experience it's one of the best like best things i've ever done was to take that leap and be like, look, I'm unhappy. This is something that I think that I might want to do. Let's just go for it. And I think, for me personally, I think it's like, evaluate what you what you think you're good at and things like that and what you want to expand on that you already know or have always wanted to do. And, and like with, with you, Hannah, obviously you did it alongside a job. If you can do things like that, like mm. look, if you want to go into education, can you do it alongside your job? You know, how much is it going to affect that job? Or, you know, could you go part more part time like with you and then um, anything like that and, and just go for it and research what what they in, entail and things like that and how much you can do in, in a week, really. And don't overstretch yourself too much. Um, and I think, you know, evaluating what what you don't like about the current job you have is important as well yeah is it the people that you work with should you stay in that industry but go and work somewhere else or you know do you want to do more or is there something you've always been interested in or like with me mine was just luck I just applied for a job as a receptionist and then they were like oh you're you know they actually said you look bored on reception we don't think it's enough for you um do you want to become a dental nurse and I was like you know, I left retail to have more of a career based, and mm. I thought, well, this is it, isn't it? This someone's handing me it and saying, do you want to try this? And I thought, yeah, I'll try it, see how I get on, yeah. and go from there. And actually, one of the best things I ever did was say yes to becoming a trainee dental nurse, and I really enjoy it, and I enjoy where I am now. And and for me, I'm always looking for the next step. Anyway, I never rest upon what I'm doing. I'm always moving forward. So, and luckily with with the practice that I'm with. They're a very progressive practice that is ever growing and there's so many job opportunities and changes and things like that all the time. So for me, it was it was the right move. And I think you've just got to, even if it is something like that that you fall into by accident, if you love it, you love it. And I think that's what we were sort of saying earlier about like with teaching and with having an English degree is, you know, if you do find that you're not enjoying it or you, you find out it's not something you want to do, you can go into different areas and there's so many different things that you can do. You're not just stuck in one, like, section. You can branch off and do other things. And you can speak to career advisors who can help you look at other avenues that are to do with your degree or the experience you have and they can say, like, well, actually you'd be suited to this or this is something you can use your degree in and have you ever thought about doing this and things you might not have thought like oh I didn't realize that involved an English degree or whatever yeah you know it's important 
to to look at it and research it and and see what you want to do and i think just go for it i th- i think all of us here are all like yeah just do it just change your career <laughs> live your yeah. best life do it <laughs> exactly just go for it yeah and i think you never know what will happen yeah yeah and yeah most of the time i mean whenever i've spoken to someone who's changed their career or done something different it's pretty much worked out yeah and they'll say it's the best yeah. thing they ever did and they wish yeah. they'd done yeah. it sooner yeah exactly yeah i know you know when i was doing the degree and stuff and afterwards when i finished i thought why why didn't i do this like 10 years ago or whatever like why did i think it was so scary you know because i remember like when i was applying for i was thinking oh i don't know if i can do this you know Mm. i've been in education for so long and then I did the access course, and I was like, oh, right, okay, yeah, I'm not actually as thick as I thought I was. <laughs> like, you know, I knew I was, like, semi-intelligent, but you just never know if you, you know, I hadn't been in education since high school. Mm. So then to go and do that was so, like, oh, my God, do I still, like, know things, like, remember mm. things? And when I, we, we're doing the psychology I've never done psychology I hadn't done anything to do in high school with it I don't even really think there was psychology I think there school. is now but there there's is not now, but there wasn't when, wasn't I when was. we were doing it or, no there was there was sociology there wasn't yeah. psychology well, I was never interested in that but I thought oh do you know what I'll do that because I didn't want to do the other thing which I can't remember what it was but I didn't want to do it and um I remember when I went in for my first day my first lesson of psychology and I just thought oh my god this is so hard like I didn't like I don't know any of this at all but but you learn it I ended up getting my best grades from that class because after a few lessons this is really interesting Interesting. yeah I'm really enjoying it so you know you'll surprise yourself sometimes as well and I think sometimes maybe you should think outside your box a little bit and go outside what you know and don't doubt yourself too much don't be your own worst enemy and don't say oh I can't do that because I'm not smart enough or I'm not able enough all jobs come with training yeah you know all degrees are there to teach you something you don't have to know it that's the reason you're doing a degree is because somebody's going to teach you it you know yes a lot of it is learning yourself and teaching yourself but again you're teaching yourself you're looking at you're doing the research you know and the same you know in jobs like you know I wouldn't have known and and we get it all the time girls go oh, I don't know how to dental nurse well no that's why we train you to do it <laughs> that's why we show you exactly what to do and and you have a course that you have to you know you've got two exams at the end of it a practical and a written so you know you get training so it's and and once that training's done if, if it's not something for you you've got a qualification under the belt you yeah. know go and do something yeah. else that you think you might like and just trial and error it is really and and jobs aren't I it's not like it was back in like our parents age I guess or, or grandparents age where you had to pick something and that's what you did that's who you were you were a butcher you were whatever you know you were a teacher for the rest of your life mm. and that's all you did and then you retired and that was that yeah you know now people so many people change careers so many people move around jobs all the time now it's so much more open to actually I don't want to do this anymore but I'd like to try this so I'd like to do this course and you can do a lot of courses inside your own job as well mm-hmm. and get better qualifications and move up in the ranks and things like that. So I think, you know, there's, there's a lot out there and just, just go for it and, and live live your best life. So <clears throat> moving, like, well, staying around the same thing, like, do you, you think you have both found your, like, chosen career now? I know you haven't been, Hannah, you haven't been doing it that long. What, like, a year? 
Um, yeah, so I trained last year, so I trained from September to the summer. Now yeah. I'm in my first year of being a qualified teacher this from this September onwards. Um, but I, yeah, I really enjoy it. I think I'll be doing it for a long time, whether I'll do it until I retire or whether I'm, you know, a little bit older, maybe in my 40s or 50s, I'll decide to do something else. I don't know what. Um, I don't know. But at the moment I can see myself doing it for yeah a, a super long time yeah yeah same I don't think I'll be necessarily a dental nurse because I think it's quite such a physical job in a way like it's not as bad as being a labourer or something but it mm. is something that as you get older it's going to become more difficult um but I do parts of admin and, and, and everything anyway so there are definitely different opportunities within my field that I would definitely look into and I think I'll stay in the dentistry industry dentistry industry um <laughs> dental industry five times <laughs> yeah isn't it um so I think I'll stay within the industry but I'll do different types of jobs and I think that's what makes it interesting is there's many different avenues to go down mm. in all jobs really mm. um so I think I'll I'll stay in the industry but definitely change roles along the way yeah. I couldn't I don't think I'll be a dental nurse in my fifties. I think I'll <laughs> I think that's the same with yeah. teaching. I think yeah. it, it's such a demanding job. Yeah. Um, just in terms of having to spend so much time doing planning and marking. And yeah. I know teachers harp on about that quite a lot, so <laughs> I try not to. But I do think <laughs> when really, I'm in my fifties I think that will be really, really demanding. Yeah. And a hard element to cope with. So And you know, life changes as you go along and your priorities change, you know, you have children you get married you do all sorts of things so priorities shift so you know sometimes when you're younger your career is is what you want to do and then you get older and you think oh you know I'd, I'd like a bit of an easier life so that my spare time I can do more you know and things like that so I think that's something that I will definitely consider later on is that dental nursing is quite demanding would either of you be like afraid or worried to make a big change again not necessarily so say, for example, like you woke up one day and were like, I absolutely hate my job now. I want to do something completely different. Like, would you be worried about changing again? Or because you've done it before, do you think it would be easier? I think it's easier once you've done it once. Yeah. I think you, well, all of us here would say, yeah, because the first time you know it's scary, mm. but now you've done it once. Although it will still be just as scary, You'd, I'd do it again if I wanted to if it's something that I felt that I needed to do then yeah I think um, if the time is right yeah then I would definitely go for it um, it just yeah if the time was right I think that's a big thing as well is timing like for me from when I changed like it it was the perfect time to yeah. do it because my kid had just started school and so I didn't have that to sort of worry about he was in school I was working and just the timing worked out perfectly for me when I you know went back into education so you're right like if it came down to it and I you know turned around one day like I did when I was in my old job and just went oh I just can't do this anymore yeah you know it is all about timing definitely and I think like you said I would find it easier than the first time I wouldn't be so like oh can I do this I don't know like what if I don't like it or you know whatever I think for anyone thinking about changing your 
career just go for it and don't don't worry about it too much and if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out do something else try something else and the thing is that speak to people who do that job or research you know reach out to people who do it or research about a job and see what other people sort of say about it because you might have this romantic idea about this job and in the reality it's not that way because some people think you know they're like oh a dental nurse people have said to me in the past dental nurse how glamorous it's really not (laughs) you know (laughs) you're dealing with people's dirty dirty mouths you know it's not glamorous at all but some people are like oh how interesting and I'm like well it is if you're interested in teeth yeah you know I could harp on for hours about it but some dental nurses Hannah for example hated it in the end you know and probably didn't want to talk about anything to do with teeth (laughs) (laughs) you know but yeah I think just yeah we all just agree in, in going for it well I think that wraps up everything today I think we've covered as much as we can about changing careers and like we've all just said you know go for it yeah do it if you if that's something you want to do go for it give it a go see what happens and yeah do your research and go for it well thank you so much hannah for coming on today thank you both very much it's been fun and interesting hope you've enjoyed your experience it's been a pleasure (laughs) (laughs) good good i'm glad you enjoyed it So that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you have been affected by anything you've heard today, please head over to our bio and Instagram where there's a list of services and numbers that you can contact. Bye. Bye!